Welcome to Footy for Two. I'm Solomon Dubner. I'm Stephen Dubner. Nice to see you. Nice to see you. Happy, you? Uh, happy April. Happy April. Happy spring. Happy s- nice snow. It's been spring for a few for a week or two, I think. Yeah, but a nice snowstorm in New York today. Yeah, after so 65 degrees the day before. What you gonna do? Yeah. Saturday was a beautiful day for golf. It was, wasn't it? It was indeed, and one of us played golf. Who? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. No, it's great. Uh, but today it snowed, but tomorrow it'll be gone. And spring is yeah. really here. Yeah. And with spring comes thoughts of the Champions um, League, this exactly. year the World Cup. Exactly. <laughs> Should we jump straight in? Sure. We're gonna go first La Liga, where Barca drew two two at the Ramon Sanchez Bijuan Stadium of Sevilla, who this is maybe the hardest ground to go to in La Liga, not including the comp. No, I I don't know how teams in general fare, but Barcelona and Real Madrid, I think, do worse at this stadium than they do at each other's grounds. I know really? Barcelona does much worse here, at least than they do at the Bernabeu. I don't know about Madrid at the Camp Nou. What is it about the Sevilla stadium or crowd? Fortress, I don't know. <laughs> also, one of the worst nights, if not the worst night in Barca history, occurred there, and I think 86, where Barca was in their first European Cup, now the Champions League final. They were expected to destroy Stua Bucharesti, which, and they proceeded to draw nil-nil and lose on penalties in a day that will never be forgotten by Barcelona fans for all the wrong reasons. Mm-hmm. So we, Messi was on the bench recovering from a hamstring injury um, that which kept him out of Argentina's two games. Uh, something, I forget, something insignificant with Italy and then a 6-1 loss to Spain, mm-hmm. which I'm not even in the mood to talk about right now. <laughs> so we went down 2-0. Franco Vasquez, who I've always liked a lot, he came from Palermo, gave Sevilla the lead in the first half. And then shortly after the second half started, Luis Muriel, I think that's his name, Gave Sevilla a 2 0 lead and, and it was not looking good. And you were watching, yes? Yeah, or no? at the Pena. And how, oh, at the Pena, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, how despondent were you when the, uh, when the score became 2 0? Did you assume it was over and done for? Everyone else, I, I, I had a feeling we'd get a point because I knew Messi was about to come on, which he did. He did come on. And one thing I want to say is one player who I almost always defend on Barcelona is Umtiti. Mm-hmm. This was one of his worst games I've ever seen for Barca. He's at fault for at least one of the goals. He does poor overall. Also, you know how to really bad game? Let me guess. I'll let you guess. Uh, I'm going to say the former greatest player in the world. Who? Paulinho. Paulinho. He's so bad. <laughs> he's so, bad. So, what, so, so, so tell me, do you think he's really bad or do you think he's just conform, conforming to your early, earlier assessment of him? I think it's sort of the middle. I've always thought he's a good football player. I just thought, one, he's never Barca quality. He's, never, he's also not Barca style. And my first touch is almost as good as his. <laughs> That's barely an exaggeration. Uh-huh. <laughs> if you see him chasing, I don't know. You, you, he was just, and his defensive positioning it was just really poor. All right, so they went down two 0 and then what? Messi came on a few minutes later. The game just immediately changed. We were more dangerous. We every attack goes through. And one player who came on also impressed me, who has not played a lot lately, is Denis Suarez, who was very good. But still, after 87, 88 minutes, it was two 0 We had a corner. I think. Uh, not Oxford, I think Coutinho or Denis Suarez, I think it was Coutinho, took it. And he, great ball to the near post, Paco headed on, and Suarez just had a great, like, stretching volley into the top of the goal. So Luis Suarez Luis. Suarez? Luis. Uh-huh. So it was really good. And the painting was pretty excited. <laughs> and <laughs> this, then This was what minute, roughly? 87th or 88th. Wow. Then in the 89th minute, we were going for it again. Um, I'm trying to think, Coutinho curled a beautiful ball back two or three yards outside the top of the box, and Messi just comes running in and just curls it perfectly 
it goes off Rico uh, Sevilla's keeper, who's an unbelievable keeper, goes right off his hand into the bottom corner. Mm. And the celebration were crazy. The crazy thing is we almost scored a third one. Wow. So it's one of those points where you feel like well, you didn't win, but it really feels like a win, yeah. especially because um, Atletico beat the board Tifo 1-0 yesterday. But at this point in the season, we have nine, eight games left in the league and we're nine clear, which is pretty much it. Um, so if you're a Sevilla fan at that match, you've got to feel like it's not a draw. You've got to feel like it's a loss. Of course. You, and uh, where is Sevilla in the table right now? I should know. I think they're I think they're fifth or sixth. Maybe up to fourth. We're playing them. They, their season is not over, though. Right. Copa, One, we're playing Copa them Copa in final. the Copa Final. Right. Two, they're playing Bayern in the Champions League. League. Yeah, no, it's been so probably lose, but you never know. As you know, you do know. <laughs> Theoretically, before this match... This past weekend against Barca, when they drew only when they got only one yeah. point, theoretically they were contender t- contenders for the treble. No? no, that's insane. Theoretically, no, I think they're at, they're mathematically out of the title race. I think for the uh-huh, league. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, um, what did you learn about your beloved Barca from this match? Well, nothing we didn't know before. I think since the PSG win last year, we've showed a really great fighting spirit. We can we've had a lot of late goals this year. Um, one a lot thing, of early goals this year too. Yeah, I think both on either end. But one thing. But I mean, it used to be Barca, like would not try in the first half. Not not try. Not not try. Yeah, but a few year, a few seasons ago, it was, it was very rare to get a yeah. first half goal at all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing they really liked was wasn't surprising how we changed when Messi came on, which leads to an argument they're going to have. I've decided to stop. I think I said I've tried to stop having him, the argument is whether or not Messi is the best footballer of all time. Because so I think that's essentially settled. He is. I think it starts to go into the greatest I love that. athlete you're gonna, of all time. You're going to stop having the argument yeah. because you've declared that the argument is exactly. Over. I'm not going to say he's the greatest athlete of all you know time. You'd be, you know, you'd be good at Salmon. What politics? Exactly. Say. I'd this, love to go into that. Yeah. yeah. You'd hate me. No, I yeah, don't. Yeah. No, it's just, uh, it's, yeah. a, it's a weird game. I, it I, is. I do no, truly. Almost 99% of people in that job are mostly scum, I'd say. No, I no, I think you're, that's nuts, but. Not mostly scum, but I think more opportunists who are looking to improve their own situation, which is how I think you get in most of life. I think most people get into it for the right reasons. Exactly, and then but you get they're corrupted. The game, and then you I can't, even you say, can't win honestly, I think is the thing. Uh, it's not even about that. To me, it's about the fact that, you know, politics has become so much like sports. Yeah. Sports is a game where the object is to win. Politics is not supposed to be that. And yeah. yet it's become that. That's where, you know. two of my favorite things, politics and sports, they're, they're competitions where there's a winner and a loser. And it's kind of as clear as that. Yeah, but politics isn't supposed to be that. Exactly. It's not supposed to be. So, I know. All right. Let's get um, back to more happier um, circumstances. So yeah, with I'm not going to say he's the greatest athlete of all time because I don't know if you can really say anyone's the greatest athlete of all time. Peter Griffin probably Peter is. Griffin probably is. Um, but... ESPN, I forget who it was, one of their guys, might have been Colin Coward, it was probably someone else, recently released 20 most dominant athletes of the last 20 years. Mm-hmm. It was team and individual sports. Messi was 11th. I think number one was uh, Floyd Mayweather, mm. which for individual sports makes sense. But the reason what, what was the category? Dominance? Yeah, yeah. 20 of the last 20 years. I think Messi at this point may be the single most dominant player in team sports history. I have an argument. Would you like to hear it? I would. I think there are two other people who go straight to that argument. Tom Brady and Michael Jordan. Hmm. Brady is most dominant. Okay, yeah. I wouldn't I, buy that. I wouldn't either, but a lot of people would. Really? Let's say Jordan. Yeah. He won six rings, which is insane. Mm-hmm. Basketball is a very different sport. And football, the way you play is kind of the same. Yeah. But 
in basketball, one player can really make a team. It's five guys on the court at the same time. Um, what if you see LeBron? He's had some pretty pretty bad teams that he's carried to finals, and and sometimes and sometimes won them with. Actually, not he hasn't won them with a bad team, but a a player can make a team. Football, Tom Brady. I wouldn't say a player can necessarily make a team, but having a superstar, one of the best ever quarterback, really changes everything. In soccer, football. When a player, I looked this up, touches a ball for an average of 55 seconds a game, there are 22 players on the field. Mm-hmm. Having one player who can, over so such a long period of time, so many years, consistently make such a large difference on the biggest stage. I think Messi, at least he has to be high up in that debate. Wait, I don't understand about touching the ball for 55 seconds? It's a game where you you have so little time to make such a big impact. Mm-hmm. Because Michael Jordan... Oh, you're saying on yeah. average, a yeah. player touches uh, in ball. soccer? Yeah. Uh, 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 uh. yeah. So how many how many minutes does Messi touch a ball on average for a game? I'd say around that. Because I'm not. he doesn't necessarily have the ball more than anyone else. Oh, I see your point. Yeah. You're, you're saying, uh, I see your point. Where, in a game where it's so hard right. for one player to make a single right. team, I so see, much I see better. what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Hmm. That's an interesting way of looking at it. Yeah. Um, who was um, so? If if Messi were not number one in the history of football, who would be? The history of football. Well, Pele is obviously up there. Mm-hmm. Who's number Sorry. three then? Maybe. Are you talking about best player or most dominant? Most dominant. I wouldn't put Maradona there. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think. Would a certain Portuguese striker? Who, no, really. I think most people. Well, it depends how you define dominant. Mm-hmm. Um, I think goal scoring wise. He is one of the best ever, but I don't think he dominates his dominates in a way that he can win so many games for his team when his team is playing not too well the way Messi does. Mm-hmm. What about someone like a Cruyff? Do you know enough? He, from- he's had great teams around him mm-hmm. always. What about Zidane? Same, maybe to a lesser extent. Mm-hmm. Trying to think, there aren't what about most da- great players. What about NYCFC. <laughs> most great players. Are we going to talk some MLS today? Of course we are. But as I was going to say, is most great players have great teams around them, which makes it harder. And of course, Messi has a great team, but he's just so amazing for them that they've become dependent on on him so much that when he's off the field, their quality does go down. But did enough. We, did Lionel Messi pay you to say these things? Of course not. Um, enough Barca. Yeah. Las Palmas, Madrid. Yeah. In Las Palmas, 3-0 Madrid. Ah. Um, not that it matters, just saying two of Madrid's three goals are penalties. <laughs> two from Bale, one from Benzema. Mm-hmm. They each scored a pen. I still think after us, Madrid are the Champions League favorites. It's not because I think they're the best team. It's just I think something everyone can see they are a different beast than the Champions League, and I think we're the only team who could really beat them. Mm-hmm. And I said it before, I'll say it again. I think I'm pretty sure we're going to beat Roma. I think they'll probably beat Juventus. I really want them in the semifinals. Uh, if how will you feel if Madrid wins the Champions League and we and we and Barca wins the league and not the Copa del Rey? So it's one crown to one crown. I still feel. I don't know because overall the season we've clearly been the better team. Yeah, but, by the end of the day, but, if you win the Champions but, League, but wouldn't that feel like a letdown? Because it would. You've rejoiced all season in Barca being very, very, very good and, and Real Madrid being yeah. really off. I don't think they're good enough to win the Champions League unless, if they play us. I think they're not. I think even after us, Bayern and City are both better than them. I still think they right, but you don't know. But you teams. don't know we'll get a chance to play them. Yeah. Uh, what about uh, if Barca wins the league and Copa del Rey, but Real Madrid wins the Champions League? How do you feel then? I'll still feel very upset because I think this is a team capable of winning the treble, but I'll I'll still feel okay. better than them. Take your hat. actually actually 
if they win three Champions Leagues in a row, I don't know if I could say feel superior. Yeah. All right. Let's let's pretend that um, Barca wins the treble for a second. Yeah. The, sorry. And, one more. Okay. And, and let's and let's say that your happiness level for that would be ten. Okay? Yeah. So, what would your happiness level be therefore if Barca were to win La Liga and Copa del Rey, but someone? Other than Barca or Real Madrid won the Champions League, let's say Bayern or Juve. So, what's your level of happiness if ten, if if winning? Well, there's the so treble- many different tangibles. Do we make the final? Do one thing that I've been thinking about a lot, which I think other people are, is are we going to go unbeaten in La Liga? We've played 30 games and we haven't lost. That would be historic, right? So, so I think that is one. I after the Champions League and I guess a couple of right. That's I really want that this year. Good point. So it's hard for you to give a real number. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right, let me give you a scenario then. Yeah. Let's say they end up losing one match in La Liga. Yeah. One. Is and, it a Clasico? <laughs> uh, let's say no. Right. And let's say that in the Champions League, uh, Bayern ends up winning it, and Barca is outed in the in the semis by Bayern. Okay. Okay. And let's say Bayern beats uh, someone. Well, let's say Bayern beats uh, Real Madrid. Okay. Yeah. So where are you happy wise then? Do in the Copa? Yeah. Copa and La Liga with one loss. I say a seven. Seven. Too low. Oh my gosh, you are really. If you if you if you'd offer me spoiled, I think if you'd offered me for. a domestic <laughs> double, yeah. As Champions League semifinals exit and one loss in the league at the beginning of the season, yeah. I take it right away. You'd say like, 10. but at this at this point, we've we've essentially won the league. Yeah. We we haven't lost in La Liga. Yeah. We're in the Copa del Rey final, yeah. and we are the heavy, not the heavy, but we are the favorites from the Champions League. All right, all so right. okay. At this point, you got to be thinking about the treble. So you're doing what uh, what companies all around the world do when they reforecast their budget. Yeah. So do you know how this works? Is like if you're a company and you're supposed to spend, let's say, ten million dollars, you're budgeted for to you're spend about ten a surplus. Well, I learned that from the office. <laughs> <laughs> now this is the opposite of the surplus. Ah. You're supposed to have ten million dollars to spend. But then your costs go out of control, and you've spent eleven. So like all you do US is government. you re <laughs> you you issue a reef a new forecast okay. of your budget. I like that. You, yeah, it's a good like way. Let's good, start it's over. A good way of cheating. Yeah, <laughs> let's mm-hmm. keep going. Um, Please, Atletico Madrid beats Deportivo one 0 Like I said, Kevin Gamero scores a penalty. That is a sole goal. That mm-hmm. rhymes. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to be doing something next week, and I don't think I've ever done it in my life. Tell me. Let's give it. Let's give a little background. So. Sure. Well, before Real played PSG in the Champions League this year, yeah, we many Barca fans, including myself, were debating who to root for. I was leaning towards PSG because I hit Real but I wasn't sure because um, I don't know why I wanted PSG to lose. Um, maybe it's because I wanted to play Madrid. Maybe it's because I hated Neymar. I don't think that was it. They read a tweet that really spoke to me. I'm a FC Barcelona fan. I support two teams, FC Barcelona. And whoever is playing against Real Madrid, so of course they were for PSG. Mm-hmm. This week, I am rooting for Real Madrid because wow. they play Atletico Madrid. <clears throat> uh, if Real Madrid wins, that's the league. Is this the first time you'll have ever rooted for Real Madrid? I think so. Probably. Now we don't technically win the league. You're just saying that realistically. If we win this week, I don't know who we play. Even if we lose and Atletico loses with seven games to play, are they going to come back from nine points down? You never know. Probably and- not. But and if we win and they lose 12 points with seven games. Mm. So mm. this weekend you were rooting for Real Madrid. Should I'm we get you a shirt? I don't think so. Scarf? I don't think so. Should we have uh, n- the number seven tattooed on your back? I don't think so. All right. If you want, never mind. It was, it was a bad joke. Good. Carry on. <laughs> so to the Premier League, Chelsea 
Spurs, 3-1 Spurs at the bridge. Wow. Chelsea is like eight points out of the top four, six points. Wow. So it looks pretty set to be City, Spurs, Chelsea, City first, then somewhere Liverpool, United, Spurs. Mm -hmm. Uh, Chelsea won't make the top four. Chelsea is They and Conte have just lost lost it. They've lost it. (laughs) Lost it. Uh, They are just a weird yo-yo team, aren't they, Chelsea? they'll They'll win the league. I think it's... Maybe they can't cope with having the Champions League. Well, I think it. Yeah, I think there's yeah. a lot to be said for when you win. I mean, in any sport or in any you know any competition, and the expectations are to win again. Plus, which the demands yeah. on your time are so much more. Three of the last. I'm trying to think. Actually, is it the last? Yeah, the last three Premier League champions. No, that can't be. The two, so so last year Chelsea won the league. They were not in the now Champions gonna, League. Yeah. Leicester, Leicester won it. They yeah. were not in the Champions right, League. Right. Chelsea won it. I think they were. Mm-hmm. I, wait, I can't remember if they were in the Champions League. Now, I, mean, I would I think, think that historically, the winner of the Champions League, uh, excuse me, of the Prem, does make the Champions League the following year. Historically, of you, course. Right? Yeah. And like for example, and also, it's not about making it. It's about winning while you're in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But for City, they they've won the Prem. They're, if they beat. M- Man United this weekend, they're going to win it in early April, mm. which is insane. Mm. Um, and they're still one of the favorites for the Champions League. That, I think, is because Pep has built a monster we have never seen, like, likes of in the Prem, which we'll get to in a minute. Is, can I ask you, is Conte safe at Chelsea? No. No one thinks he's going to last a year. I think if you if you miss a top four and under Roman Abramovich at Chelsea, you're not going yeah. to make it another okay, year. What else is going on in the Prem? Um, Arsenal wins. <laughs> Don't see that every day. They beat relegation bound pretty much Stoke three uh-huh. 0 Aubameyang scored twice a penalty and one one of them and Alexandre Lacazette adds a penalty. They've both been poor this season. Arsenal is in the sixth. That's pathetic. Sorry, that was mean, but we speak the truth here at Footy for Two. Mm. Um and Stoke, I I always expect mediocre things from them. And they're gonna go down, which is shocking. Uh, more Prem. Liverpool beats their famous bogey team, Crystal Palace, 2-1 at Sellers Park. Um, after Luka Milovic, I don't know how to pronounce that. It's a, he's Serbian, I think. Uh-huh. Um, penalty, Sadio Mane and Mohamed Salah score, the famed Liverpool duo. I just want to say, I want to talk about my good friend Sadio Mane for a minute. Mm-hmm. So this year, Mohamed Salah has probably been the best player in the Prem, one of the best in the world this year, and one of the best individual league seasons ever. He's running away at the top scoring. He he just made Liverpool a better team. But no one's realizing how good Mane is. He was their star player last year. And his output has actually gone up this year. And of course, he's not been as good as Salah, but he's still been unbelievable. I think his style has complimented Salah very well. So I just want to make sure no one forgets about Sadio, okay. our friend. Appreciate United it. beat Sawanzi 2 0. Sawanzi? Sawanzi. No, mm-hmm. I just I just can't <laughs> talk. I go back to school tomorrow. I've been gone for two weeks. I'm exhausted. <laughs> Your brain's out of gear? My brain is out of gear. I visited seven colleges. You did. Yeah. yeah. You did. That's and a lot of colleges. We can't say which ones. We can't. We probably could, but we're probably not, good. Could. not yeah. going to. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you've been uh, busy on the colleges yeah. that you've seen. Yeah. You know how many colleges I visited before I went to college? None. Right. Zero. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that was pretty common in my era. In your era and, it's and pretty your common, place, I think. Yeah, and it's pretty common in your era uh, for kids to go see a lot. It's become a very different yeah. procedure. So yeah. I wish you well. All right. Thank you, sir. Carry on. Uh, Lukaku and, and Sanchez score as United beat Swansea 2-0. Mm-hmm. United's going to... 
They're going to keep on grinding towards that second place finish. Mm-hmm. So so Joseph can feel a little less inferior to Pep. <laughs> Already being out of the Champions League at the hands of Sevilla. I think they're still in the FA Cup, so good for them. Everton beats uh, Man City 3-1. And by that, I mean City beats Everton 3-1. <laughs> <laughs> I saw an interesting stat before the game. There were three teams that Pep had played in his career and not won against before today. Wow. Um, City. Yeah. I'm so tired. He coaches City. Yes, he does. <laughs> Everton, Wigan. And um, well, well, how many times did he play Wigan? Yeah, All right. Will Wigan's on fire, and uh, Celtic, who's yeah. played twice, I think. Okay, um, so he beat Everton today, this week. Got, um, got that monkey off his back. Yeah, Sané, Sané, he's who's stealing store, score. Like I said, City. This is one of the best teams, probably the best team we've ever seen in England mm. in the Prem, at least. How yeah. how. Y- well, y- well, in the Prem, not in England, because United won the treble in '99. Yeah. But. So you, as a um, a big Pep fan, are yeah. probably as much gratified as anything, and not surprised, right? That he's made this team so good, or are you surprised? I'm not shocked. Re- really, I, I, really, what I want to ask is, how much less surprised are you than the average Prem observer who maybe didn't have the appreciation for I'd, Pep? I'd say in? a good amount. Mm-hmm. I I thought he would win the league this year because I knew. I think he's the best manager in the world, one of the best of all time, probably second after Sir Alex. Yeah. Um, but, and I thought he, he could win it pretty easily. I wasn't sure. But he's lost one game so far. He's played the best football England's ever seen. I, I didn't expect this. Remind me, this is his second season with Man second, City? Second, yeah. And where did they finish last season? I want to say third. Yeah. I think third. And before that, he had a year off between Bayern and Man nope. City or no? straight to City. S- straight. And at Bayern, he won the league how many of those three years? Th- all three, but he never won the never Champions won, League, which was right. the big thing against him. And they had won the treble the year before yeah. he came in, right? So yeah. that was, was that judged overall then as a bit of a letdown or no? I don't know the whole story. Um, some people, yes. The German media was going to be very hard on him and against him. I don't know why, but I think it depends who you look at, where you look at it from. I think that at, overall on the pitch, he made them a better team and more versatile. But I think all in all, he was brought there to win the Champions League and he did not deliver on that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and pardon my very poor memory, Man City is still in the Champions League now, correct? Playing Liverpool. And, oh, right. That's a shame. Uh, just exactly. a shame that one of the one Prem things. teams has to get... But the other way you look at it is at least an English team would definitely be in it. That's how I look at it. Because, in the semis. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because that's not that common nowadays. Yeah. Another that's, way to look at it is, wow, is Spain good? Yeah. Right? Three and the, Catalonia. Three, <laughs> yeah, three of the remaining eight. Yeah. Okay, and two. Atletico will probably win the Europa League. <laughs> oh, is that right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, anything else to talk about in England? No. We are going on a plane to the United States where we already are, kind of. So Love I don't know. Yeah. MLS, we're going to so talk about I do detect, one game. I do detect a little bit of more excitement For, than actually, normal. Actually, one thing, before we talk about the main game, we're going to say, good job, NYCFC. I think the best team in the league so far is still unbeaten after winning San Jose. With a really good come from Tenor Hulb. Tenor Tenor Boom, they call it. It's a good volley. They're a nice-looking team. They look totally different. We're looking so good. What's that? We're looking so good. I love Patty Vieira. Without Villa. And yeah, without Villa, who's been a little hurt. Uh, The defense looks different. (laughs) They're still, they still get a little disorganized. We're we're almost as good as Barcelona. (laughs) Sorry. Mm. Um, Yeah, so. It's also, can I just say, I I watched only a few. No, I didn't even watch the game. I I I saw highlights. Actually, you know what we're doing tonight. What are we doing doing after we record this? Oh, we're watching some Michigan Villanova. We are watching some Michigan Villanova. But can I say, whenever I see NYCFC play a road match, it looks so weird because <laughs> the pitch is like regular size and we're exactly. used to seeing them on, 
Yankee Stadium, which looks like they're playing in a high school gym. Yankees, good start to the season, I'm I'm assuming. <laughs> Why are you assuming? Just because they're a good team. I heard I they, were they were two, two and, one, and one last I saw. They yeah. played yesterday. Mm-hmm. I heard Stanton... Never mind, we're not going to talk about baseball. Okay. I heard Stanton homer twice on his debut. Okay, that's, that's nice. Cool. Happy for so him. So the game we're going to talk about MLS, I saw a few peaks of it. I got a few peaks. It was on right behind me at the Pena. The first ever... L.A. Derby. Some people are calling it El Trafico. (laughs) (laughs) And I did not make that up. So uh, LAFC was up 2-0 at the half. I think they added a third after the half. LAFC is the new one. Yeah, who's been very good, Owned by Will Will Ferrell, Noma Garcia-Para, Mia Hamm, Magic Johnson, coached by Bob Bradley. Just a superstar. Ownership And they've had a relatively good start, yes? I think before today, before this game, they may have been top of the West. I, wow. I might be wrong. I could definitely. It's I'd a pro- very topsy turvy thus far. In yeah, MLS. always. It's a crazy league. Yeah. Um, besides Toronto, who usually runs away with it, three points from three games. Also, last thing, Orlando, I think, beat the Red Bulls 4 3. Anyway, so this was the first LA Derby. Carlos Vela, former Arsenal Real Sociedad, great player, uh, had him up 2 0 half the half after a great brace. They went up 3-0 quickly after. LA cut it to 3-1. LA Galaxy, I mean. 70th minute. On comes the lion. Zlatan <laughs> Ibrahimovic. 73rd minute, LA scores another goal. It was some other guy, some nobody. is Zlatan probably said, I don't remember who. 77th minute. The keeper is a little far off his line. Zlatan pounces on the ball. He's pretty close to midfield. He just <laughs> shoots it in. He just shoot like, it's amazing, I guess. But what else would you really expect? It was not on his debut. <laughs> it was ridiculous. <laughs> and then he just goes shirt off everything. It's tied. Yep. It's fun. Right. Then, um, 92nd, 91st minute, mm-hmm. former Arsenal Chelsea left back, Ashley Cole, mm-hmm. the famous money grabber, as I say, um, comes jogging, <laughs> so, marauding, mm-hmm. strolling up the left side of the pitch, the mm-hmm. left back. Mm-hmm. Puts in a nice cross. Eber rises up like two defenders and goalkeeper just heads it in. It's like a looping header. <laughs> it was a, a ridiculously triumphant It was a ridiculously Ebra day. No, but you hear his quote after. Tell me. So I was watching TV and you hear that chance painting, we want Zlatan. So he says, I hear them go, we want Zlatan, we want Zlatan. I gave them Zlatan. <laughs> I understand that uh, Marilyn Monroe... Uh, came back from the dead in order to marry him. <laughs> That's how Zlatan Zlatan was on his Hollywood debut. It was remarkable. Uh, the commentator had a line that you could tell he had, he had stored in case he needed it. Yeah. was, MLS, welcome to Zlatan. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about this this weekend. I think, we both think, he's a player to really move MLS up. We've had some great players come in the past. Thierry Henry, um, Kaká, Villa, of course, Beckham. None of those guys had really the personality. Can I, can I ask you, you, you love Zlatan. I love you Zlatan. You follow him, you've read his book, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. His book. His book, right. Quote, his book. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I happened to have been in Sweden last week briefly yeah. uh, with our my daughter, your sister, on yeah, a my sister. holiday while you were visiting uh, colleges. And uh, I talked to a bunch of people there about Zlatan, in part because Sweden. Do they like him? Sweden. Well, that's the thing. Yeah. He, I, I've rarely. He says I've rarely run across someone who seems so universally, if not loved, then at least like people love to be entertained by him, and they really yeah. get that he. Yeah. So I'm sure there are a lot of haters, right? There must. He says be. he faces a lot of racism in Sweden. 
Yeah, I, as, I, I as, wouldn't. That wouldn't surprise yeah. me. It wouldn't surprise me at all. Um, but it does seem that in the football world, that he is just like tr- he's transcended <laughs> no. a certain kind of popularity. He, yes, there there are a few players who everyone says are hard to hate. He's one of them. Rondinho is one of them. Um, I'm trying to think about his Iker Casillas, who actually just made his thousandth career appearance. Congratulations, <laughs> Andres Iniesta. So. Yeah, but those are all, they're different. Those are different. Those, yeah, are, those are just like nice guys. So much more nice. outgoing and, or dynamic. Mm-hmm. Outgoing is, a, is the wrong word, you know, yeah. in your face. Yeah. Um, anyway, but I, I agree <laughs> with you. I think he could be, especially during this World Cup season, where don't, let's not forget, he's going to go off during the summer. Most likely, not definitely. Okay. Let's, Hopefully. Yeah, let's say he does. If he scores a goal in the World Cup, and if score fifty goals, right? Um, the World Cup will score goals in Zlatan. <laughs> <laughs> but I can see, uh, I can see him being. Look, MLS has done great these last ten, and if you 15 see years, but one, I could see him helping project. Yeah, one front. way to look at MLS and any kind of soccer, anything engagement is on Twitter. Granted, this was his debut, but if you look at the de- the tweets about her involving Zlatan's debut, it I think it probably peaks above any MLS game. Hmm. People in England, people in Spain, people everywhere cared. Um, how would you know you what f- I call it? I'd call it Zlotmania. Zlotmania. How would you feel if NYCFC ends up facing um, LA? What are they? They're um, the Galaxy yeah. in uh, in the whatever, whatever you call it. Are you saying if, would I have trouble rooting for NYCFC? Sorry? Are you asking if I'd have trouble No, I'm as asking what? you if you'd be a little bit conflicted. Not at all. Because one, I've been a Yankees fan. Yeah. But now... I was a pretty big fan last time we won the World Series, I think. Yeah. You were but I've never big... had really had a team from my hometown who I have loved so much, at least recently when I've been more of a conscious sports fan, be so great. Because I, I, I'm not a Giants or Jets fan, we're Steelers fans. I like the Rangers fine, and they've been in the Stanley Cup. I think they won it, but you can tell I don't really know. They won know. it before you were born. They didn't win it. Re- no, they were in it recently. They didn't win it. See, I didn't even know. Um, I want to be a Knicks fan, but they're just so bad and dislikable. So... That leaves NYCFC. So I really want my hometown team yeah. to win a title. Yeah. Is there anything this else from the year? Is there anything else from the world of footy that we you should tell me about today? No. Actually, yes, of yeah. course. There's this one game I want to talk about. Sure. So I just want to say the score and yeah. let it sink in. We're not gonna say anything else because it's so hysterical. Yeah. Bayern six no Dortmund. That's all I want to say. Why is that hilarious? Because Dortmund is just Dortmund. What Make happened it. to them? I don't know. They just they keep getting up. And they keep going down. So this, this I don't think they should have sacked Thomas Tuchel. I think he was perfect for their. Oh, he was sacked. I thought he would. I thought you'd been talking about him as a replacement, as a getting worthy of a promotion somewhere. I think he is. It wasn't because they weren't. It was partially because they weren't performing. It's also because of disagreements with the board. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, is that the end? Of, no, was that in the last year when he was sacked because of disagreements with the board? They wanted him to say, but I think it was about transfer budget. Um, which is more common than you'd think. Ari Salo, um, think it's time to wrap up? Yeah. I think we're going to go, we're not going to rhyme today. This isn't footy. Wait, how do we usually do it? I'll tell you what I was going to think. This isn't footy for one. This is footy for Zlatan. Nice talking to you. Nice talking to you too.